Um, what should we say? Bitch, what the fuck? You're okay. Yeah. <gasps> okay, let's okay. go. Let's go. <laughs> so bad. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Welcome. We are back to back, the Besties Podcast. We back, we back, bitches. Uh, my name is Cal. And I'm dumb. And we are coming at you guys kind of with a completely unscripted. I know we say this like on every every episode, but it's an unscripted episode all the way. So um, we just wanted to kind of catch up. I mean, because honestly, you and I haven't talked really at all in like the last three weeks. No. Not really, because we were because like we talking. usually text like every day, but we've kind of just like every left day. each other yeah. alone, kind of. Yeah, as I I could have died in the ditch and you wouldn't have known. Yeah, I'm bitch. <laughs> you would. That's true, though. <laughs> we would have known. It would have been like a spiritual knowing. Like I would have had a premonition about your death before you die. Like I like, know it's gonna happen. <laughs> like how twins feel like when something bad is happening to the other twin like i feel like that's what would have happened yes. <laughs> literally so um i just wanted to start off with the very much and thank you to everybody who did reach out after the instagram story dom graciously posted for me because I am somebody who isolates very much with things that is going on with me. Um, but for those of you who didn't know, my dad was diagnosed with uh, stage four cancer and he was then um, getting surgery. And, and that's what kind of caused the delay because I was there in Florida with him and my family. And uh, everything went really well with the surgery. He is actually doing wonderfully. Um, things are healing. He is still in Florida for a couple months to recover. And then um, he'll be back to normal life. And if I have any updates for you besties, I will let you know. Um, but again, thank you. I appreciate it. I really did not do anything in Florida but hang out with my family. That was about it. <laughs> you really were just like chilling the whole time. But this stupid bitch was like, I'll bring my microphone. I'll bring my microphone. And I was like, do not do that. Like, what is wrong with you? The podcast can wait. And we literally only have like five people waiting on this podcast episode. So. They can wait too. Okay, you know what? Our numbers, our numbers are a lot better than they used to be. <laughs> okay, we're gonna be. We're gonna and be then another thing that <laughs> pretty soon. Another thing. I'm thinking like within the month. No, <laughs> I love that timeline. <laughs> um. But another thing I did want to bring up, though, and just to, like, take it off a funny 
track is I I always make Dom do the Instagram stories because she's just like the cutie patootie of the podcast and the PR and then I'm just like the nerd <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, so since I didn't do it in between this episode, I just will add it to the episode. I just wanted to say kind of, you know, obviously my thank yous for everybody who had reached out and was very patient with the delay because of me. But I the podcast just means a lot to me. And I know a lot of you guys are listeners because you have direct relation with Dom or you know of Dom. And um, I just really appreciate you guys listening and, you know, giving me love and um, just sharing this experience with me because I don't have too many listeners that are directly related to, or not related, I guess, but direct like through me um, that are avid listeners. I do appreciate any friend that is listening now, but just a huge thank you for letting me be myself and a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. What is it? Cowboy, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been doing for these past three weeks? Because you are literally a busy bitch. <laughs> I literally am always busy. So just like working, figuring out a few things work-wise. Um Porter is done with school. So we did graduation. It was his birthday. Ooh. This week is his birthday party. Um, we're still getting the house together. We just got our backsplash done a couple weeks ago. Um, and then my mother-in-law is moving back in. Like she started doing that this week. So there's a lot of shit going on in our house. Um, my birthday's coming up. Wait, uh, where's your mom moving? Stop. What? Where the hell your mom is birth? Wait, I mean, where where the where the hell is your mama moving? Deb is moving back <laughs> downstairs. Oh, <laughs> okay. All you right. You just sounded like a rug rat, like Chucky. <laughs> baby's gotta do what a baby's gotta do. <laughs> Oh my god! I <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I started wedding season too, so I did like two weddings. Mm. Yeah, since you've been gone, I started wedding season, and I've done two weddings already. Um, so yeah, we're off to a busy summer. Yeah. Already. Um, and my lineup is not that busy, but busy. <laughs> <laughs> like my busy is like, what am I gonna do this week? And then I pack in my week. God, um, I wish. I know. Well, honestly, that's the life of being 30 single with no children. It's great. Um, like seven hours of the day. <laughs> it's giving like cool ant hey. energy. Oh, I'm just like hoping it's giving like cool girl 
any kind of way energy i guess oh my god anyways speaking of speaking of cool girl okay so my favorite thing that zuri is doing right now so me and cal love tovlo and cal got me back on the tovlo train um so i've been listening to cool girl and zuri will be in her car seat in the back and (laughs) whenever i put cool girl on she'll be like bopping her head in the back seat and just say i'm a cool girl I'm a, I'm a cool, cool, cool girl. I'm a cool and I'm girl. like, Zuzu, you're the yeah. coolest girl. Like, the absolute coolest. <laughs> I don't know why I've just been on, like, Tavlo, like, the minute I moved home. Which, by the way, everyone, it is my one-year anniversary of being back mm, in Michigan. Mm, mm. Hell yeah. Mm, 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 mm. So let me tell you everything that I'm proud of myself for, because I feel like that's also important since the year that I've been back. I am so happy about our friendship. I'm so happy about, look at my hair. I don't look like a fucking toe anymore. I've lost like a million pounds. Skinny queen. I'm telling you, it's, I, I'm telling you, it's just giving glow up. You really have grown up since you moved back. I just love the glow up. Well, I feel like that's really important when you go through like big things in life, especially a breakup, and then you come through it like better, but without a significant other. Like that, I never realized. I wish I could tell myself one year ago that not being with somebody is gonna is is literally going to be the best thing for you. And I think I slowly realized that like six months in, like, I don't need to be with anybody. You know, I've tried, I've gone on dates and I've been like very open to the process, but there's been times when I literally will date for like three weeks at a time. And then I will take like a five month hiatus and just be, just do me, baby boo. And (laughs) I just... I just wish I could tell my old self that the person that I am today is like way better than the person I ever really was. It's a good feeling. It is. Yeah. I think it is too. How and did I'm you really feel about a year ago? Because what'd you say? Well, how did you feel? Well, I mean, I do love it when you gas me up so you can keep going, but how do you feel about from like a year ago? Because this is like when the process of our friendship just started. Yes. Well, let me finish gassing you up first. So I am really proud of you because I feel like for a while, like off and on, you just like hated being alone. And I'm not saying that you like love being alone because I do feel like you get lonely and you're isolated and you don't feel like a lot of connection to people who you're surrounded by right now. Um, But I do feel like you have gotten really comfortable with being by yourself. And like, I think going into your next relationship, whenever that does happen, I think it's going to be really good that you've experienced this time of your life with getting to be so comfortable with yourself. And I just love that. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine myself. I thank you. I just like couldn't imagine myself like jumping into something so quickly just like because I was lonely or bored. 
I feel like when people are doing that, especially at our age, like that's just like a little immature and childish. I mean, you may meet the love of your life, so no judgment on that, I guess. But I, I just feel like I wouldn't be where I am if that if that shit didn't happen to me. Well, and now I shit still do be be happening to me. Shit do still be happening. I feel like you will be more like (laughs) picky now. You know what I mean? Because you like know what you deserve. You know what you want. So you're not gonna just like settle for some douchebag right away. I feel like every single one of my exes were settled because I just wanted you to didn't be want to with be someone, alone. I guess. I don't I don't fucking know. Who fucking knows? Honestly, it was more of like having fun. When you're so young, it's just about having fun and like going with what feels good and you like have no experience of what is actually right. So you kind of just do it. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And that's it. It just didn't work out for me. And that's okay. But I will say, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's absolutely okay. I mean, no hate to, like, literally any of my exes at this point in life. Like, I'm just your loss and move on. And I just really don't care. I really do want to be with somebody and find a meaningful relationship. But I get so much love from you and, like, I wouldn't be here without my family um, my cousins, because the love that I received from like you guys collectively is the love that I needed and wasn't getting. Mm-hmm. So it it was just a wonderful epiphany. But um, one thing I did like, can we just switch tracks really quick so we can like talk about cool girl shit? Um, oh wait, I didn't did. Did you say watch the first I... episode of Kim Kardashian? Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. I just want to talk to you about the first episode of Kim, the new Kardashian season, so bad. Okay, your turn. Okay, we'll say we'll talk about that after. But I think okay. a year ago, compared to now, me, I was like, I don't know. I think a year ago, I was just not in a very good place. I was really depressed. Um, Agree. I don't know. I just had like a lot of shit going on and I definitely would react on emotions instead of like sitting there and processing them and like trying to figure out the best way to manage things, which is definitely something that you've helped me Mm -hmm. with um, the past year, which I'm thankful for. But I don't know. I feel like at this point in my life, I am, like, starting to become who I, like, really am and, like, trying to figure out – or not trying to figure out. I, like, am trying – or not – oh, my God. Why can't I say this? I am learning more about myself. What'd you say? I said we're out of practice. (laughs) We really are a little rusty. We're a little rusty. Um. I think I'm figuring out who I am and like I'm getting more comfortable with just everything about myself and who I am as a person and 
understanding my emotions. Um, and I don't know, I think I'm proud of myself for the growth that I've had in the last year. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I definitely would. I'm proud be. of you because you did have you. Say it. Go ahead. What are you saying? No, say it. You say it. I don't even remember what I no, was saying. No, you say it because we're about to talk about each other and we want to hear. <laughs> no, I literally um, forgot. No, I definitely am proud oh, of you because said... you, you. I said that I wouldn't be where I am today without you. So I'm super thankful for you and that we have we've had our friendship the way that it's been for the last year. I know I'm so happy. Like I agree. Same. And I also am proud of you because you did go through some shit this year on your own. And it was I know it was just stupid fucking shit and but it still was hard, you know, like there's just shit that we don't go th- have to go through in our lives that we go through. And it's just like such an eye opening experience. Um, like we talked about in our last episode, deep shit, like it's such a eye opening experience when you're like 30 years old and you're going through all this shit, but you're an adult. So like, yeah, you, <laughs> you know, like when do you take time for yourself to like sit down and like really kind of, and this is like one thing that my dad told me is, you know, you're going to be fine for a while and then it's going to get bad and you're going to have to dig like really deep. And honestly, like I really didn't dig deep until like last week. Yeah. Like it took me a while to kind of realize that because it's just taking the fucking hits as they come and just still being a positive and happy person and having a positive outlook. Like I don't have good days all the time. I don't have, you know, but I've digging deep to find that person that I like bury and I did that for like months and I just wasn't myself and I was myself and then I wasn't you know yeah I agree and I feel like summer even when like bad things happen like yeah it fucking sucks but like you can either sit there and continue to dwell on it and just be like a sad fucking human right you can let it consume you or you Mm -hmm. can just like sit on it be sad like let yourself feel those emotions and then just move on move on from whatever it is that you're going through because yeah everything happens and you're going to be stronger at the end of it even though it fucking sucked yeah i just I think a lot of it was going through everything that I went through without a significant other. And I mean, my ex was great with, you know, hard things when things would happen with both of us. But um, this is just being in a general sense, like literally being alone in these feelings was something so new to me. And it was just something that I was, you know, learning to crave and, and knowing that it would have been nice to just have a shoulder to lean on. But I felt like through, and this might make me a little emotional. I felt like through all of my 20s, someone was going to come rescue me from, because a lot of shit happened to me in my 20s, I guess. 
I felt like someone was going to come rescue me, but it took me like this year to realize that like I rescue myself. Like no one's going to come and rescue you, you know, that's up to you. So I guess that was kind of a hard thing, but to be honest with you, it just makes me feel very excited to be in my 30s. I don't know about Dude, you. Dude, I'm like, so I'm, excited. I, I feel the weight. Dude, I feel the weight of getting older. I do. Like I can sit here and I can talk to you about my fucking ankles and my knees and my fucking <laughs> wrinkles and like my skincare and all the shit that I've been doing just to like look 30 for the rest of my life. But I am so excited for like being myself and not caring about what other people think. And like, I think that was a big thing too, is is walking into a room and thinking like they won't like me, but now I walk into a room and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like who cares if they don't like you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot wait. Like I can't wait for our thirties. It's going to be so great. I know. I'm excited too. I mean, we're not 30 Rangers yet. And, <laughs> and you're not oh, even yeah, 29 yet. <laughs> Almost. Almost. You're not even 29. Almost. Are you excited to be 29? <laughs> 29? <laughs> well, being 29, it feels like I'm just 30. So I just don't even tell people I'm 29. I just say I'm 30. And then when I'm 31, I'm just 30. And when I'm 32, I'm just 30. <laughs> Well, you know that, like, this is, I literally had this thought in my head, and then I was like, I'm going to sound so fucking stupid, but you remember that episode of Keeping Up with Kardashians when Kylie Jenner's like, or no, I think it was just an interview that Kylie Jenner did with, like, Vogue, and she was like, this year was just the year of figuring things out. (laughs) But that's how I feel like, like, every year is. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. I didn't I didn't really keep up with keeping up, to be honest. Like I, I keep think up with the Kardashians. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. How oh, was it? I just I love when it's like their big lips and stuff and they're just this is the year that I decided to try bananas. I stayed away because of the carbs. And oh, it's like more of a Kardashian. She didn't say figuring stuff out, but she said <laughs> this was the year of realizing things. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know what? I felt that. I felt when she said that to my core. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I was figuring things out. And I feel like I have a lot of eldest daughter syndromes in me. So I like just push through things and I don't feel things. And then I'm like just hindering like my revelations. And they always come later. So I felt like that was my year for that. For a shower. Show. Um, Did you watch the first episode of the Kardashians on Hulu? I think I'm like almost done with it. Because I literally watched it. Okay, that shit does it. It is fucking long. Those those, those, those are long. I don't know if I'm like excited for the season. Truly, I am not. 
why? I don't know, but I am excited to see how Kim's like centerfold goes for uh, Dolce and Gabbana. Mm, the fashion is it Dolce show? and Gabbana? Yeah, it's Dolce and Gabbana. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see that. Because she was like, I don't want to pull too much from the 2000s. And I was like, bitch, you were the 2000s. Like, you right. have been all. the fashion icon, fashion icons from the 2000s. So, like, the blueprint. I don't think that she was, though. Well, I mean, she wasn't. I mean, that was when she was with what, Reggie? But, oh, God, it was like Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, Madonna. Lindsay Lohan. I guess I'm thinking 2007 and t- to 10. Like I'm thinking like say. the Lord Juicy Couture tracksuits with Paris Hilton's headbands and those fucking one glass glasses, sunglasses, where it's just one shade, but it's across your face and it's blue tinted with, oh, with a gem of like a butterfly on the end. I feel hair like wraps, hair gems, were like hair feathers. 2005. No? I mean, like, they still were like 2007. Damn, that was two years. <laughs> oh, okay. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then... Uh, I'm just dying that the entire I literally die so we went shopping in Florida with my little sister and I was like oh my god don't you love this don't you love this and me and my stepmom are just dying because it's like everything that we wore when we were teenagers and she was like my stepmom is my stepmom is younger so she's also kind of grew up together and um she kind of helped me with my style, but I was trying to get Leilani to like wear like the freaking butterflies. And I was like, don't you want like, it's like a chunky belt with like the holes in it. That's like white. No. I'm like, don't you want these? Don't you? <laughs> that is I just really think it's so cute. <laughs> no. It's so cute. I honestly. And then the checkered I... shit. Oh, yes. All like the fun prints. I love that. Yeah, like the 70s print that's like retro, but it's like 2007. Okay, but what if they bring, you remember those ugly ass like disc bags that we all had in like sixth grade? What if they try to bring those back? (laughs) (laughs) From fucking, (laughs) from fucking limited two. Yes. I haven't seen one of those yet. I feel like it's coming. I I don't because that's that was like a sequin thing. So I feel like sequins like they come and they go very fast. You want to know what I right? wish would come back though? We need like a 20, 20, 12, 2013 Tumblr girl era. I would like to see that make a yeah, comeback. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just know side parts are coming up. And I'm really like going into my 30s, trying my best to be like in style and wearing younger styles, but it's hard for me. Like, I really just dress like a soccer mom. 
No, I dress like, what do you call me? You call me Aunt Chessie from Bear Trap. Aunt Chessie, I love it. It's giving coastal grandma. You have coastal (laughs) granddaughter style. (laughs) Get this bitch in the Hamptons. I literally just buy my shit at Target though, so. Do you want to know what though? I feel like as we get older, like I don't really care about keeping up with the trends clothing wise. Like I really just want to wear what is comfortable to me. Honestly, I also feel like that could be a little bit of a mom thing. That's true. That's true. Not like letting yourself go because honestly, you like look cute. I feel like you have younger style than I do. You think so? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I know I wear more crop tops, but that's just because of my like I'm bigger. So I have to like wear something that's not going to go over my belly. If that makes sense to make me look bigger. I was cutting a shirt today to be a crop top and Kevin was like, what are you going to do in the fall when like all you have is crop tops? And I said, literally all I wear is high-waisted stuff. So like a crop top is going to be fine. (laughs) I'm like, bitch, I'll throw a flannel or something over it. Right. Like it'll be fine. I'm not going to get cold, grandpa. Uh, Jesus Christ. I know he's like in a fucking hoodie every day. And Kevin, I hope you're listening to this goddamn hoodie. <laughs> but you guys, like, if my style means anything to you, I was wearing something the other day and Kevin goes, he whispers to me, he goes, where did you get this from? <laughs> and I said, Costco. And he goes, do you think they'll have my size? <laughs> I'm like, I'm embarrassed Kevin wants to wear what I'm wearing. Was it a flannel? It's like giving coastal grandpa. <laughs> Indiana grandpa. For real though. Like cornfields grandpa. Here's a cornfield grandpa. Um, waking up at 4 a.m. to hail someday. Wait, is that is that what it's called? Uh, Hail some bay. Wait, <laughs> bail some hay. <laughs> I literally can't breathe because Hail I can't some bay. We're out. <laughs> we out here hailing some bay. Hell yeah! <laughs> I literally hate myself. <laughs> that was funny though (laughs) my name is Dom I am almost 29 years old and I cannot talk thank you (laughs) we are we rusty as hell we're rusty as hell it has been but I'm gonna tell you what guys like I know I'm you know I'm telling you guys I'm like putting the math together in my head right now as we're talking literally the you know when I said something about the dig deep or whatever I just literally got a spray tan that's what it was (laughs) gets a spray tan immediately feels better (laughs) 
new bitch. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm still feeling myself. It's like peeling off, but like one leg still looks juicy as fuck. <laughs> so brown if everyone reviews this episode they're gonna be like these bitches just laugh that's all they do so this is why we need to keep our shit scripted because i swear to god we're out here just fucking clowning just embarrassing ourselves but in we're a just way. barebacking us and Connie just out here barebacking it hell yeah <laughs> Um, another thing, have you seen speaking about Kanye? Like, I have, like, no drama to talk about when it comes to pop culture. But have you seen the Kanye thing where they were talking about how his wife looks like Pete Davidson? (laughs) Wait, is he married? I, yeah, her name is Bianca. No way. Yes way. Yes, they have been married. I'm behind on the times. I can can hear Kevin snoring. (laughs) Dude, before we got on, I was like, I wanted to make sure he was sleeping. So I just like walked past the door. Oh, no, that's written snoring right now. But I walked Mm. past the door and I was like, this motherfucker out. Because he was snoring so loud. He falls asleep so fast. Like, I envy him. Is that what it's like to be almost a million years old? You fall asleep fast? <laughs> it must be. But do you want to know what? <laughs> He's always talking about how it takes him so long to fall asleep. And I'm like, really? It truly does not. No, he falls asleep so fast. He really, like, compared to, like, us, yes, he really does. You want to know what, though? I've been falling asleep pretty fast lately. I was because I was sleeping with my sister. Mm. So I was sleeping real good in Florida. Yeah. Oh, you want to know what I've been watching? Like, let's talk about what we've been watching. Because that's been, like, my favorite topic to talk about so far. Like, in life. Okay. I've been watching my 600-pound life. (laughs) Like, literally can't watch anything else. <laughs> I love and my it. mom was like, doesn't that, she was like, doesn't that help you, like, you know, eat better and stuff? And I was like, no, literally I'll watch that lady, like, I'll watch a lady eat a pan of brownies in, like, five minutes. And I'm like, same. I'm like, that shit looks good. <laughs> I haven't had a brownie in a really long time. I mean, same, yeah. I was bad today. Like, I did eat chicken. I ate chicken fingers for dinner. And you know I eat like a bird now. You do eat like a bird. I was super sick after, though, because I eat not like... I, I'll eat like bad things, but like I just don't eat a lot of it. And I gorged today because I just was like 
so angry at life and I'm like, I'm going to eat. So maybe I should be on 600 pound life. Fuck no. Shut up. (laughs) But I did watch the third season of The Great, which you guys should watch. It's really great. It's about like uh, Catherine the Great in Russia. And it's raunchy, but it's so funny. I've heard about that you. That's fine. Every time I see a preview, I'm like, I should watch this, but I never do. Elle Fanning, Elle Fanning just does so great. Ugh, I love Nicholas Holt too. I love. Oh him. yeah, he does great. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel like I've been watching that much lately, honestly. Like, I think that I've been so what have busy you been doing? that I like barely am even looking at my phone. Like, I'll set my phone down, and then I won't even look what? at it for a while. But this is – is that why you're not texting me every day? This is a new bitch, guys. Yeah, like, I legitimately – I don't even have my phone sometimes. Like, I'll just set it down, and I won't touch it. Oof. Oh, my God. I did watch you. the season premiere of The Idol on HBO. I did watch that on Sunday. Did you watch it? What is that about? It has Lily Rose Depp and The Weeknd in it. Oh, The Weeknd. I heard mm-hmm. some drama about that. I want to watch it. Oh, how she like, I feel like how like Lily Rose Depp like stayed away from The Weeknd. I saw that too because he was like method acting like hard. I don't yeah. know. Like, there's been a lot of drama surrounding this show so i like needed to watch it um and i don't know like all of the stuff that they're saying like it's basically like porn or like trauma porn but if you've watched euphoria like sam levinson has done some pretty fucked up things on that show so i don't know what anybody was expecting like there's things in that show that could have been taken out you know what i mean but it's in there. <laughs> I do know what you mean. Um, I think the biggest thing for me in those shows are like even like fucking Vampire Diaries is I'm like we're literally watching fake teenagers have sex. Like we're watching child porn. Like that's like what my brain yeah. goes to. I do feel like that about you. And I have to like remember that they're adults. Yeah. But the idol is they're adults. Yeah. They're not teenagers. So, I mean, that's better. But oh, I don't know. Like, the one thing that I thought about when I was reading all of these articles was the episode of Euphoria when Nate is trying to get the disc from Maddie. And he, like, holds her at gunpoint. Or no. He, like, points the gun to his head while he's on top of her. Like, threatening to kill himself on top of her. And I'm like... Like, that's Mm. something that could have been taken out of the show, right? Like, that was fucked up, and, like, we didn't need to see that. But that's kind of how the idol is going to be, I feel like. Like, just pushing the envelope. That's what makes Euphoria good, though. Yeah. Yep, that's what makes Euphoria good. Um, But, like, this just wraps, like, my head around 13 Reasons Why. Hmm that netflix show have you seen that yeah 
That shit was so triggering for me. That was bad. Well, and since then, they've taken so many episodes, or they've taken a lot of scenes out of that show since it's aired because so many people complained about it. Which is, I watched every single one of the deleted episodes and scenes or whatever it takes. Like, I saw the original 13 Reasons Why because I watched it right away because I read that book when I was a 13 year old and it wasn't yes. I don't recall that you don't recall what and so no like the first season like I don't recall like seeing all of that that I didn't need to see and experience like you knew that she was sexually assaulted you knew this happened at that party or this and stuff but like there never was like an actual detailed scene in the book like it still was pg-13 and um yeah that was triggering for me i am an adult though i guess but i think the worst part was when you're watch actually watching someone commit suicide um you know thankfully i've never had to experience that but the way that they portrayed it with the this was pre-deleted scene because i know they deleted that Yep. I was like fucked up after like days. <laughs> See, I think I'm that like, completely numb to things like that because like that didn't fuck me up. That's okay. That's the thing though is like people are like so numb to like m- like mass mass shootings. You know, like we were seeing violence in TV, television, it's movies all the time. We're seeing war, we're seeing this, we're seeing that, and we're all so numb to it. When like I don't I don't know. Like literally Australia has like a ban on coming to the US right now because their citizens have potential of getting shot in America. But to us it's like you know, I'm like going to a concert with my little cousin and I'm like, oh, are we going to die? Whatever. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like terrifying. I remember, so when Porter was a baby, I was working at um, one of our like school districts and we had to do a training and it was like a school safe gun training. And the police officer was like, whenever I am out with my family, so like at a restaurant, at the movies, anywhere i always sit by the exit sign just in case something happens so like right after um i did that training like we went to a concert and i literally just watched the exit door like the whole time because i was just on high alert and it made me so anxious because once you're like told how to stay informed about things like this or like how to be more safe in these situations i'm like fuck what if that's going to happen at this concert I'm at right now. Or even like we went to go see it too, I think when he was a baby and this guy sat down in front of us by himself. And I hate to like judge a book by its cover, but it literally like I had a panic attack in the movie theater because I was like, this guy's by himself. He looks like somebody that would shoot up a movie. And we like left the movie because I was hysterical. Like, we didn't even watch the movie. Didn't even make it to the previews. And we just went home. I don't blame you, though. I mean, when you have a feeling, you got to, like, take that feeling, you know. Um, Another thing for me, I guess, was when I worked at a children's museum in Alaska, 
we have shooter training and they train us to obviously try our best to live through it, but to save the children and they give you, you know, like there's a numbered list of things to do. Number one, you're going to try to do this first. Number two, this next. And number three, like the last one was like, throw yourself in front of the gun. If you're brave enough, pretty much is what they said. And that kind of fucked me up a little bit. What? Because, I mean, it's a museum. Yeah, I mean, it was a museum in Alaska. Like, everybody's carrying in Alaska, too. So, And it's not like we have metal detectors or we're checking anybody's purses or anything like that. You know, we're just letting people in to enjoy to play with their kids in a smaller space. But, you know, a mass shooting is only four or more people injured. So it's not a lot. (laughs) I know. I mean, I hate that we like got on this grim subject, but it is something that is very valid and something that is, I feel like a weight on the country right now, regardless of where you stand with guns, politically, whatever it may be, you know, it's something that's, we all agree that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> all we can do is hope and pray. Thoughts and prayers, babe. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> oh, shit. Those, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to take on anybody's religious beliefs because sometimes that's all you can do like as but we gotta we gotta do something my people we gotta do more anyways i know i'm super excited for this summer though i'm so excited like my personality has completely thawed out by now it's been like 89 degrees every single fucking day (laughs) and i don't remember michigan hell yeah well I feel like it's a I don't care summer. Like, I just literally don't care. I'm just excited and I'm taking every opportunity I can. You guys want to hang out? Let's hang out. If you don't, you don't. I want to hang out with you just every day. in my car. <laughs> I know I wish we could, but um, just I don't I don't even know where to go from here because I'm like, what has even happened to me? in the last three weeks that you don't know about that I can talk about on the podcast. That's what's very different about this podcast. As much as I want to sit here and gossip with you, a lot of the gossip we can't bring up on the pod. And I feel like we also don't really have a lot of gossip. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't want to have drama in my life, but I want to know what everybody else is up to. Like, I want to know what drama is going on in other people's lives. Yeah, like I wish we had a following enough to where we could – have you ever seen those videos where it's like I was invited to my cousin's party and then they asked me to hang out and babysit all of the kids. Was I a bitch for saying no? And then like it's like a whole like story about it. I wish we had shit like that. <laughs> we should do an episode. We should have people write in and Am do I an episode bitch? like that. <laughs> but you bitches don't write in. You just want to listen to us talk, which I get it because I like listening to myself talk, but I also want to hear from you guys like I do. 
I do. I don't know what though. Like, I like listening to myself talk, but if I entered a room and someone was listening to this podcast, I would tell them to shut it the fuck off while I'm in the room. I know when people are like, when people are like, I want to listen to your podcast. I'm like, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. No, I'll walk in the room and Kevin will be watching my TikToks and he'll like keep playing the same one like 10 times. And I'm like, can you shut it the fuck off? Like, I don't, I don't need to know that you are listening. I don't need to know that you're watching that. (laughs) Please stop. Okay, TikToks are embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, hi, when people that I know, like, look, when people that I know look at my, like, profile on TikTok, excuse me, on TikTok, that shit is embarrassing to me. Like, get the fuck off. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. (laughs) There literally isn't. I have like 200 followers, but (laughs) I just want to let people know though, because I hate when you can see that somebody that you know has viewed your profile, but they like don't like anything that you've posted. There's a little nice feature. You can shut off your profile views, you guys, because then when people do that, I'm like, they're judging me. They're just like judging. Here's another one. Here's another one that fucking just hurts my feelings. Like every time it happens, I'm like that hurted. When you have the views on, you can also see who viewed your video without liking it. <gasps> yes. That shit does hurt a little. And they And you know who the biggest culprit is? My brother. <gasps> Zach. My get own- it together sibling <laughs> his name is mike oh shit <laughs> i'm like who the fuck is zach, <laughs> zach? is his boyfriend you gotta zach? take that out <laughs> no it's literally arturo <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm crying. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But anyways, um, I, I mean, he kind of does, but he's definitely a Michael. He's definitely a Michael. Michael. Another exciting thing for me, guys, is I got a new pair of Crocs. And I've got some charms for them. Did you get the Sonic one? <laughs> you can match Porter. No, I did not. I got daisies. No, I got daisies. So, you know, I, I was my just talking to somebody shit. about this the other so day. Wearing, like, and I was like, I love Crocs for kids. Like, they're so cute on little kids, but I hate adult Crocs. So, I'm about to roast your ass when I you see you. You can go F yourself. Crocs. You. Okay, but you can F yourself because Crocs are so comfy and they match outfits and it's not like I'm out here at the club bumping in my fucking Crocs, bitch. I dare you to do that, though. (laughs) I have done it before, though, so. (laughs) I I made a video about it, too, (laughs) because. No, literally, and it was the fuzzy ones. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, bitch. But it was in the middle of podunk. 
it was in the middle of podunk fucking alaska like come on i probably was the best dressed there i didn't even know that they had clubs so you already got me with that one no it was a bar i don't remember the last honestly the last time that i was at a club was fucking central and wayside and is that even a club wayside dancing in the little like chains like we're extras in a britney spears fucking music video (laughs) (laughs) bitch (laughs) i did not do that ever again since we did it so (laughs) me neither I just never did that again. Like I just like went to dives and whatever. Like that is that's my shit is going to a dive bar and like seeing all the crazy ass old people and seeing them dance around and they're doing it every single fucking Saturday and you're like, God damn, I hope that ain't me. Oh my God. I just saw this is like off topic, but I just saw a TikTok and if Anybody has watched the show Never Have I? Have you watched that on Netflix? I don't think so. Or maybe it's called Never Have I Ever. I don't know. Mindy Kaling produced it. It's a great show. But it's the the main actor. Um, she plays the main character in the show. And she was just doing an interview. And she was talking about like how it is to be a brown actress and I feel like sometimes with the way that you talk about like being the overweight friend or like you say I'm the fat friend like you know what I mean um but she was just talking about like of course when I do a audition and then I see that a white girl got it of course I wish that I was the white girl And then I go through in my head, like, man, I wish I was the white girl, but I'll never be the white girl because I'm brown. And it like really just made me think about like all my experiences with my friends. And even though I'm not like super brown, right, but I'm not white either. And everybody can tell that. And I just think growing up in being either the brown friend or the bigger friend or whatever it just sucks but I feel like when you get older you get more comfortable with like being that friend you know what I mean I do know what you mean in a sympathetic way because I am white and I don't know what you go through especially in a predominantly white area Um, I feel like, uh, I mean, my experience of being the bigger friend is kind of hitting me now that I'm in my thirties and I'm not like fitting other people's aesthetic and I'm realizing it. Uh, I'm really not that big, But I feel like when you are bigger, you like have this persona of being like the funny friend because that's all you got, you know, in like high school. So I've just like kept that going. Yeah. And it's so hard to like. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Okay. I no, you go ahead. Myself too, because you wanted to I did not mean like the bigger friend. I mean like the curvy friend. You always say that you're the curvy friend. But at the end of this, she's like, Bitch, you said I was fat. You said I was. No. Bitch, you said I was fat. That's not what I meant. I meant curvy. <laughs> but so at the end of this, she's like, And the roles that the that the brown girls always get it's always the friend like it's always just the side character and she was like and they're always the cooler one like they're always the cooler one out of the two friends right because you're a funny bitch and i'm funny as fuck too but people don't appreciate it or people didn't appreciate it i guess yeah like i have been struggling like to be my own main character bitch do you know what look i mean look at that hair you are the main character i understand like i mean my hair does look good and your hair's been looking good lately too but um i just struggle with being the main character just, i know you said i'm fat but i ain't ugly bitch bitch i didn't <laughs> i literally hate myself I know. right now literally it's not even that bad that. It's literally not even that bad. I know. I'm not even that big. I lost like 20, 30 pounds. Like, I know. Like, I was really big. Like, I got really bad. And then, like, even in that year, I lost all of that weight. Healthy losing, not like losing it all at once. I feel like that was so. I'm happy with where I'm at. I do. No, not at all. I'm getting to my point, okay? I'm happy where I'm at to where I can sit and call myself the bigger friend because I am. And like, especially in dating, I see myself like, I always think like, oh, maybe they'd like me if I was really, really skinny. And I'm just like, maybe I should date when I lose more weight or something like that. And I like have to take myself back a second and I'm like, whoa, no, because number one, your ass is fat fat number two you have a great personality number three i want someone to love me like however however and wherever i am with my weight because i always will be a little chubby i always will have a big ass and maybe a little belly maybe big arms maybe like a double chin because i'm about to be 30 and i don't know how the fuck you get rid of that so i get it I get it. I wish I had a fat ass. When I lose, when I lose 3,000 pounds, guys, it's over for you, bitches. It's over. No, I don't really know where I was going with that. But when I saw that today, I was like, I don't know. I just felt some type of way about it because I think it's really important, especially as you get older, to like just be more comfortable with who you are. And, like, people are going to love you for who you are. Yeah. The right people. Anyways. You know what I mean? And I feel like when you're younger. Yes. Especially, like, high school, people aren't going to appreciate you in the way that people appreciate you later in life. So, just be yourself. Stop yeah. trying to yeah, fit in honestly, with other people. They probably suck anyways. Honestly, like, when we were in and okay so high school and then like let's even talk about college like it still was like you know being the bigger friend out of the three of us like I got no male attention that that, like kind of sucked and it wasn't until 
Like we lost all that weight sophomore year and I like finally like started getting male attention and I like correlated that with that. You know, and I never like called myself pretty. I called myself skinny and, you know, or like, honestly, like this isn't a jab at you. You did call me fat. So just remember that. Um, like I love I that you're in your curly not. hair journey. <laughs> um, this is a recorded you. line, bitch. So <laughs> do you want me to get my manager? <laughs> um, but you are in your curly hair journey, which I fucking love because you've done nothing but straighten your hair for your entire life for three fucking decades. And so I feel like, I mean, honestly, I have no idea because I am white, but I feel like coming into your own is really like navigating your hair when you are of color. Yeah, it is for sure. So I feel like that has been a big step for you and like becoming who you are and like embracing the fact that you are mixed. Yeah. Like I'm not, I don't know. And we should, maybe this should be our next episode, but um, I just feel like for a majority of my life, I've tried, tried so hard to fit in with all of the people around me, which are mostly white people. So I have just tried to make myself more Mm -hmm. white and as white as I could possibly be, because those are the beauty standards that I've been surrounded by my whole life. And that's just like, that was my normal. But now I'm like, okay, I'm not white. I mean, I am half, but I need to just embrace those parts Mm -hmm. of, you know what I mean? And I think that is really... Well, I I think it's also, I guess... Go ahead. No, what were you saying? Honestly, like, okay, so I guess I do kind of... I do empathize with you because my dad is brown, guys. Like, my dad is brown. He's Samoan. uh, He's tall. Brown, okay? Just brown. And I came out... My mom has, like, darker features, but I came out, like, blonde hair, blue eyes. And it was really hard for me to accept the fact that you know, um, I am white. (laughs) Like, how weird is that? Like, do you know, like you and I, (laughs) and my aunts were actually there when my dad was doing surgery or when he was getting a surgery, they were there. And my grandma was there and my aunts were like, you know, you're Samoan, right? Cause, and I'm like, "I, I do know that. But I said, look at me, I'm white. Like I can't, be anything that I'm not like I understand that that is half of me but I don't look like that and so I'm gonna be blonde and blue-eyed and I'm gonna be a white girl and I do have Polynesian tendencies and Polynesian things that I grew up with and I like love and know the culture very well but it's like I just got to embrace like what you see is what you get. Like, I'm not going to try to be a brown girl. Whose goddamn white baby is that? Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my sunscreen, y'all. I just want to put it on record that I, um, that came, what I was trying to say came out the wrong way. And I did not 
mean to call you fat if that's what you perceived. I was just thinking about like me myself as being a mixed interracial woman and girl growing up. And then I thought about like, well, girls who are considered the bigger friend in their friend group or the curvy friend in their friend group, they probably experience these things in the same way, just like a little different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're always going to be the side characters. Yeah. We're never going to be the main character. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that too. Like I am just the funny fat friend. Like that is like always been my MO is the funny fat friend. And okay. Theon Vaughn. Oh God. I fucking, Theo love, Vaughn. fucking love that dude. So he was Theo Vaughn. Oh, I thought you were saying Fionn Vaughn. Or he's like that ratchet guy from fucking Florida. Yeah, yeah. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Okay. So he was was talking about this story he had when he was a little kid. And I just just wish I had him. He was like my husband. Okay. Um, But I had – he was talking about this story. And he goes, yeah, there is this like – you know, this girl, Katie, and I just had the biggest crush on Katie. And then everyone in the neighborhood called her fat Katie. And I didn't call her fat Katie. I just called her Katie. And I knew that there was just more of her to love. And I would just hug my pillow so tight and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, damn, I wish I was just Katie. (laughs) I wish I was just Katie. I think really... I think really what's been sucking with like society these days, though, truly like bouncing off of that is people more are seeing you for your looks than they are seeing you for who you are and like what you emotionally can provide. And it, it like, and I'm dealing with that within like the dating thing and it's just very overwhelming for me. So I really haven't been dating Um, I haven't really wanted to date too much because I just feel like I'm placed in these arenas where people aren't valuing my brain, me. And I feel like I have a lot to offer. And then especially in friend circles, you know, like when you meet people in your 30s, it's because you both have kids, your neighbors, someone has a pool, um, you're both single. So you're talking about things that you have in common. Yes. But like with you and me, we connect and I can sit there and talk about my issues that I know you don't care about, but you still sit there care. and listen. But Bitch. with other friends, I know you care, but, but like, sometimes like we don't care that. I don't know. I feel like as a friend, you don't care that much, but you know, it's important. So you're there for them. Like that's also very important, but You don't get that in these like relationships when you're older because you're just sitting there and you're talking about work or you're sitting there and you just talk about like this one thing with these people. Like I remember I used to have a friend and all we would talk about was what are you making for dinner tonight? Like that's all we would talk about because that's all we like we couldn't branch out and talk about like more deeper connection things. (laughs) Was it like a work friend? I don't know. I just – I mean, she was like a work friend, but, you know, we are no longer friends, but, you know, I'm not going to keep that type of friend around because, like, is that a friend? No, but 
I just feel like I didn't fit her like aesthetic. Like she didn't like the loud fat funny friends. That's me. That's me, baby. That's me, baby. I do embarrass you sometimes, even when we're at parties together. You do not embarrass me. No, you don't. I do it, like, impurposely, though, sometimes. When we're at parties, though, you're just, like, the social butterfly. When something funny happens and Kevin's there, we just, like, side-eye each other really quick. We're like, what the fuck? (laughs) I love when Kevin's at parties with us. I know. He's like, Jesus (laughs) Christ. I know the whole time. (laughs) But... Other than that, like, I literally have nothing else to talk about with you guys, and this is crazy. I feel like I would just have so much to say to you guys, but truthfully, I feel like the last three weeks of my life have been filler episodes of my life. Yeah, they're like the special episodes. Yeah. You know? No, filler. Oh. No. No, filler. Like, Um, bad. yeah, things happen, but they all were like good happy endings but just like filler episodes like nothing for the plot nothing for the plot this summer needs to be i did get that do it for the plot do it for the plot in a healed girl summer (laughs) that is what we're headed towards ladies and gentlemen i i would like to have you a happy girl summer a positive girl summer yeah a healed girl summer is a girl summer law of attraction attraction yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Healed the luckiest girl in the world. Tell yourself that every single day. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Excuse my big yawn. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I think we should wrap this up because we're going to have probably something a little bit more scripted for you guys. Um, something a little bit more topics please always feel free to reach out to us and like send us stuff and you guys have been feeling more comfortable with that which we love and we do share the instagram story but i'm telling you dom will our instagram page i'm telling you dom is going to be the one who's gonna uh reply to you so do it <laughs> and then secondly uh we do have a tiktok now and we will be posting on tiktok Yes, and Kalina is coming to visit in a few weeks, so I'm hoping we can record like in person together and get some footage for you guys because some of you have been asking for that. So we will try to make it happen. (laughs) Literally. Anyways, well, I appreciate you guys, and once again, thank you so much for reaching out to me um, during my difficult time. That ended up being great. Um, so I appreciate the love and the support that you guys do show us and allow us to have this platform that you listen to and love and send so many great messages to us and um, hit us with the feedback and the topics. There we go. The podcast is back, baby. We are not going anywhere. So. Um, there's actually going to be a one month delay. No, <laughs> We're just going to keep taking breaks, sprinkled here and there. 
<laughs> hey, I mean, like this little podcast is so fun, but we get want to get you guys each week, so we're back on it and back. I mean, that's the only way we're gonna get into becoming national superstars. So yeah, we gotta get our shit together. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, love you guys. All right, love you guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>